Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 238. We're reading Ezra chapters 4 through 6 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Heather Weaver. This is the Daily Reader for day 238, Ezra chapters 4 through 6. In yesterday's reading, the only real tension was produced by the old men who wept at the memory of Solomon's temple. This is a moving scene, the feelings of grief and loss and fulfilled hope grinding together as the foundation of the new temple is laid. Unfortunately, grief of another form is on the horizon. In chapter 4, we find that Judah is not empty. Those whom Assyria had resettled in Israel a century and a half ago had crept southward and now seek an alliance. These adversaries, in the author's description, assure the exiles that we worship God as you do, Now we know from 2 Kings that this is not true, for these nations feared the Lord and also served their carved images. This presents Zerubbabel and the heads of the father's houses with an awesome dilemma. Allow the locals to help and they could be drawn into apostate religious practices. Refuse their help and risk a showdown. Imagine a scene of disruption. Zerubbabel is responsible for the safety of over 40,000 returning exiles, most of whom are seeing Judah for the first time. The people of Samaria, who had filled the void that Judah left behind, would have had protective interests as well, in between a ruined, contested city of tremendous historical significance. The question hinges not only on the promises of the Lord and his prophets, but also on the strength and integrity of the Persian king. I'll let you complete the story, but keep in mind that about 20 years pass between Cyrus's decree and the end of chapter 6. Now one literary note is in order. Chapter 4 contains a parenthetical concerning letters to Ahasuerus and his son Artaxerxes. The correspondence with Artaxerxes is especially revealing about both the local governors and the king. It's a brilliant bit of politics. However, chronologically, these stories are difficult. Most likely, they are inserted based on theme rather than chronology, as both these kings reign after Darius. We've seen this before, notably in Judges and Jeremiah, and it's another illustration of ancient technique. Our verses for this week are Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Ezra 4 through 6. Now let's read it. Chapter 4. Now when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the returned exiles were building a temple to the Lord, the God of Israel, they approached Zerubbabel and the heads of the father's houses and said to them, Let us build with you, for we worship your God as you do, and we have been sacrificing to him ever since the days of as a Hardan, king of Assyria, who brought us here. But Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the rest of the heads of the father's house in Israel said to them, You have nothing to do with us in building a house to our God. We alone will build to the Lord, God of Israel, as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us. Then the people of the land discouraged the people of Judah, made them afraid to build, and bribed counselors against them to frustrate their purpose. All the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia, and in the reign of Ahasuerus, 
in the beginning of his reign, they wrote accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. In the days of Adaxerxes, Bishlam and Merodath and Tabeel and the rest of their associates wrote to Adaxerxes, king of Persia. The letter was written in Aramaic and translated. Rehum, the commander, and Shimsai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Adaxerxes, the king, as follows. Rehum, the commander, Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of their associates, the judges, the governors, the officials, the Persians, the men of Arech, Babylonians, the men of Susa, that is, Elamites, and the rest of the nations whom the great and noble Oshnabar deported and settled in the cities of Samaria and in the rest of the province beyond the river. This is a copy of the letter that they sent. Adaxerxes the king, your servants, the men of the province beyond the river, send reading. And now be it known to the king that the Jews who came up from you to us have gone to Jerusalem. They are rebuilding that rebellious and wicked city. They are finishing the walls and repairing the foundations. Now it be known to the king that if this city is rebuilt and the walls finished, they will not pay tribute, custom, or toll, and the royal revenue will be impaired. Now because we eat the salt of the palace and it is not fitting for us to witness the king's dishonor, therefore we send and inform the king, order that search may be made in the book of records of your fathers. You will find a book of the records and learn that this city is a rebellious city, hurtful to kings and provinces, that addition was stirred up in it from of old. That was why this city was laid waste. We made known to the king that if this city is rebuilt and its walls finished, you will have no possession in the providence beyond the river. The king sent answer to Rehum the commander and Shimshai the scribe and the rest of their associates who live in Samaria and in the rest of the province beyond the river greeting and now the letter that you sent to us has been plainly read before me and I make a decree and search has been made and it has been found that this city from of old has risen against kings and that rebellion and sedition have been made in it and mighty kings have been over Jerusalem ruled over the whole province beyond the river to whom tribute custom and toll were paid therefore make a decree that these men be made to cease and that the city be not rebuilt until a decree is made by me take care not to be slack in this matter why should damage grow to the hurt of the king then when the copy of King Xerxes' letter was read before Rehum and Shimshai, the scribe, and their associates. They went in haste to the Jews at Jerusalem, and by force and power made them cease. The work on the house of God that is in Jerusalem stopped, and it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Chapter 5 Now the prophet Gai and Zechariah, the sons of Ido, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of God of Israel, who was over them. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shetail, and Jeshua, the son of Josedach, arose and began to rebuild the house of God, that is Jerusalem, and the prophet God were with them, supporting them. At the same time, Tataniah, the governor of the province beyond the river, and Shethar, Boz, 
Bozani and their associates came to them and spoke them thus. He gave you a decree to build this house and to finish this structure. They also asked them this, What are the names of the men who are building this building? But the eye of their God was on the elders of the Jews, and they did not stop them until the report should reach Darius, and then an answer be returned by letter concerning it. This is a copy of the letter that Tataniah, the governor of the province beyond the river, and Shatar Bozni and his associates, governors who were in the province beyond the river, sent to Darius king. They sent him a report in which was written as follows. Darius the king, all peace. Be it known to the king that we went to the province of Judah, to the house of the great God. It is being built with huge stones, and timber is laid in the walls. This work goes on diligently and prospers in their hands. Then we asked those elders and spoke to them thus, who gave you free to build this house and to finish this structure. We also asked them their names for your information that we might write down the names of their leaders. And this was their reply to us. We are the servants of the God of heaven and earth, and we are rebuilding the house that was built many years ago. The great king of Israel built and finished. Because our fathers had anchored the God of heaven, he gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this house and carried away the people to Babylonia. However, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Babylon, Cyrus the king made a decree that this house of God should be rebuilt, and the gold and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple that was in Jerusalem and brought into the temple of Babylon, these Cyrus, the king who took out of the temple of Babylon, and they were delivered one whose name was Shejbazar, who he had made governor. And he had said to him, Take these vessels, go and put them in the temple that is in Jerusalem. Let the house of God be rebuilt on this site. Then this Shejbazar came and laid the foundations of the house of God that is in Jerusalem. And from that time until now, it has been in building. It is not yet finished. Therefore, if it seems good to the king, let search be made in the royal archives there in Babylon to see whether a decree was issued by Cyrus the king for rebuilding of this house of God in Jerusalem, and let the king send us his pleasure in this matter. Chapter 6 Then Darius the king made a decree, and search was made in Babylonia in the house of the archives where the documents were stored, and in Ecbatana, the citadel that is in the province of Dia, a scroll was found on which this was writ a record. And the first year of Cyrus king, Cyrus the king issued a decree concerning the house of God at Israel. Let the house be rebuilt, a place where sacrifices were offered, and let foundations be retained. Its height shall be sixty cubits, and its breadth sixty cubits and three layers of great stones, and one layer of timber. Let the cost be paid from the royal treasury, and also let the gold and silver vessels of the house of God Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple, that is Jerusalem, and brought to Babylon, be restored, and brought back to the temple, that is in Jerusalem, each to its place. You shall put them in the house of God. Now therefore, Tetaniah, governor of the province beyond the river, Shethasabosni and your associates, the governors who are in 
the province beyond the river keep away let work on this house of god alone let the governors of the jews and the elders of the jews rebuild this house on its site moreover i make a decree regarding what you shall do for these elders of the jews for the rebuilding of this house of god the cost is to be made to these men in full and without delay from the royal revenue and tr the tribute of the province from beyond the river and whatever is needed bulls rams or sheep for burnt offerings to the god of heaven wheat salt wine or oil priests at jerusalem require let that be given to them day by day without fail that they may offer pleasing sacrifices to the god of heaven pray for the life of the king and his sons also i make a decree that if anyone alters this edict a beam shall be pulled out of his house and he shall be impaled on it his house shall be made a dunghill may the god who has caused his name to dwell there overthrow any king or people who shall put out a hand to alter this to destroy this house of god that is in jerusalem i darius make a decree let it be done with all diligence then according to the words sent by darius the king tataniah the governor of the province beyond the river shetha bosni and their associates did with all diligence what darius the king had ordered and the elders of the jews built prospered through the prophesying of thy the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edu. They finished their building by decree of the God of Israel, and by decree of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month of Adar, the year of the reign of Darius the king. And the people of Israel, the priests and the Levites, and the rest of the returned exiles, celebrated the dedication of this house of god with joy they offered at the dedication of this house of god one hundred bulls two hundred rams four hundred lambs and as a sin offering for all israel twelve male goats according to the number of the tribes of israel and they set the priests in their divisions and the levites in their divisions for the service of god at jerusalem as it is written in the book of moses on the fourteenth day of the first month the returned exiles kept the passover priests and the levites had purified themselves together all of them were clean so they slaughtered the passover lamb all the returned exiles for their fellow priests and for themselves it was eaten by the people of israel who had returned from exile and also by everyone who had joined them and separated himself from the uncleanness of the people of the lands worshiped the lord the god of israel and they kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy for the lord had made them joyful and had turned the heart of the king of syria to them so that he aided them in the work of the house of god the god of israel thank you for listening to you can read the bible